Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's Greg Batsik. Oh, quitting time. Feels good, doesn't it? 5-12 on a Friday. Hopefully you're headed home safe on your way to do something fun tonight. Maybe headed to the ballpark where the Brewers take on the Royals. We'll connect with Dom Catronio coming up at about 535 Debbie's got to look at the roads with some better news. More on that coming up in a moment. Adam producing the show. Great to have Sandy back here on a Friday afternoon as well. Great to be back. Thank you. It is as we approach Mother's Day weekend. It's on the horizon. So we had a little fun around the office today. We were curious about some of the best motherly advice some of our teammates have received from their own moms. So we did a little walk and talk mm-hmm. with, uh, with Adam today. Uh, we put Adam to the to the test here, trying to piece things together around the GKB office and headquarters. Here's what people had to say. All right, we are on the hunt for the best bit of motherly advice you've ever received. In honor of Mother's Day, what's the best bit of advice you've ever received from your mother? Mike Spaulding. Uh, really? No, I know what it is. I, I'm trying to think of a good one. When I was in middle school, my mom told me never give a girl cash as a gift. Huh. Not what I anticipated. All right, let's keep walking around. Um, all right, let's see here. Oh, hey, it's Greg Hill. Oh, hey. Best bit of motherly advice, be good. If you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, don't get caught. Okay. Oh, it's our good friend, Jesse. She will play along. Surely she's had motherly advice imparted on her. Hello, Jesse. What's the best bit of motherly advice you've ever received? You're on the show right now. Hi. I would say to go forth with gentleness towards yourself and towards others. That's very benediction-like. It's very nice. (laughs) Have you followed this advice? Not at all times. It's, you know, it's easier always to be kinder to others than to yourself most of the time. Okay. That is uh, very philosophical. Oh, look who it is. It's our good friend Jeff Wagner. Jeff, we are are trying to to figure out whose mother gave them the best advice. What, What is the best bit of motherly advice you ever received? Never make the same mistake twice. And, and have you been able to follow that rule? Mostly. I, I try. <laughs> now, of course, there, there's the problem is knowing what a mistake is. Sometimes you don't realize you've made a mistake until you've made the same mistake two or three times. <laughs> but yes, in general, I, I believe that that's a good rule to live by. I'll tell you what, that pink shirt was not a mistake today. That looks great on you. All right, here we go. When I think of well-balanced individuals, I think of Maggie. Uh, Maggie, what's the best bit of motherly advice you ever received? If you're not going to do anything all day, at least wake up every morning and make your bed. If you're not going to accomplish anything, at least you accomplish making your bed in the morning. I like that. That was good. Thank you. She did great. All right, here's Bob of our staff. What's the best bit of motherly advice you've ever received? My mother was best known as Jean the Dream, and she always says it doesn't matter how you look on the outside, it's how you look on the inside that counts. And in the evening at happy hour before you would raise a glass, she would say no clink, no drink. So cheers to my mother, Jean the Dream. I like that advice about how it's not how you look on the outside. People have been telling me that my whole life. Well, that's why you're on radio. All right, here's our good friend Eric Bilstad, who's... uh... He's eating a little bit of a peanut butter sandwich yeah, here. No, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what's up? Oh, hey, man. Um, hey, what's the best bit of motherly advice you've ever received? Um, it's a three-hour show. Right? Yeah, we, we, we're kind of running out of time here. Um, Eric, you should probably act more like your mother because she is a much nicer, cooks better, 
treats people stronger, better caretaker than you'll ever be. I don't understand. <laughs> she told you that? <laughs> that was, Seems a little backhanded. <laughs> that was her advice? Okay, I'm misunderstanding you. I thought you were asking me what motherly advice I was given. You're saying what what advice my mom gave me. I'm yes. Sorry, I misunderstood. You can always control your effort. Make your bed. Something along that line. All right, we'll, we'll come back to you. Two hours later. All right, we're back with Eric Bilstad. Have you thought long and hard about the question? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, put on a nice shirt. That is boring. <laughs> we're out of here. Uh, not sure who that was laughing in the background, but that uh, was uh, Jeff's producer Charlie. Oh, it was okay. Yes, yes, very good. So, yeah, that's what we got here. Walking around the studio. You know, you got to cut Eric Belstead some slack. He is a hardworking man, and you ask him these questions on a Friday afternoon after a long week like this. That's a very good point. You know, you're, you're probably up at one a.m. eating his lunch at about two o'clock. So yeah. he's had a long week, no doubt. And hopefully, he's uh, enjoying time with his family this weekend. At least he settled on a wear a good clean shirt. Yes, he, yes, it's still solid advice. And he did have a clean shirt on today, so he is following <laughs> that advice. It's five seventeen on WTMJ. Some amazing stuff popping on social media in the last twenty four hours with regard to the NFL schedule. Dom has referenced it in sports. We've got some fun audio after this. All right, so the NFL schedule was leaked yesterday, and then they had this whole crazy special last night, right? I mean, it's just totally anticlimactic. <laughs> spectacle, but, yeah. Well, whatever. But, you know, yeah, just to get you to watch. I, the NFL could sell paint drying, and people would watch it. That's just kind of <laughs> where they are at this point. So I don't recall this being a thing in years past, but I, those who run social media departments with different NFL teams got a little creative in the last 24 hours. And if you go to a certain team, Jaguars, Bears, Jets, Packers, that you name it, just search for it on Twitter or Instagram mm-hmm. or even maybe their own website, and you're going to find some creatively pieced together videos. And some are better than others. And I would put the Packers maybe somewhere middle of the pack, pardon the pun, <laughs> as they went for this sort of like infomercial kind of they had a creative rollout. concept, whereas they I did. can tell you, as soon as you told me that all this buzz was going on about these NFL different teams releasing their schedules videos, I was like, okay, I'm kind of curious. But my mind immediately went to the New York Jets. Yes. So I'm like, okay, you've got QB1. How is your video? They have the flattest, most boring video. It's all many of their players, starting with Aaron Rodgers, just literally holding up a piece of paper. We're going to have our team. I think it's just music behind it. You know, like show the logo. And that of the team they're going to play that year, that week, excuse me. So it is really dry and not impressive. And Dom, you were a big fan of the Tennessee Titans one, right? Titans one's the funniest one. I think the production quality on the Chargers one, they made like a whole anime movie. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty bonkers of how far it's gone. But yes, the Titans one takes the cake. For All right. So here's I, I have the Titans audio here. So here's what they did. They just had like man on the street kind of stuff. And they were going around Broadway in Nashville talking to non-football fans, asking that they're holding up a logo, like a team logo, saying, we play this team in Team 1, here's the logo, what is the name of the team? Mm -hmm. And the amount of answers that came back that were incorrect were shocking. And fun. And fun. So here's the audio. You're going to hear the answer from the subject on the street, and because it's video, you're not going to know who the real team was. I will fill in the blanks for you. Here we go. What the f*** is that? No, that would be the New Orleans Saints. Lightning uh, McQueen. No. Lightning McQueen is no, it's the uh, Chargers. Oh, that's just the football logo. 
just the football logo? Nope, it's the Browns. Uh, Boston Bobcats? No idea, no idea. Mm, that would be the Bengals. <laughs> Cowboys, 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 yes, yeah. They were certain it was the Cowboys, when in fact it was the Colts. Baltimore. We're so Baltimore confident. Yeah, Baltimore Orioles are a baseball team. It was the Ravens. The Red Stallions. Ah. Atlanta Falcons. Red Stallions? Uh, no! No! Stars for Steelers? I can see that. Pirates um, from the islands of the Caribbean. Yeah, that's the Buccaneers. It had to be, yeah. Chester Cheeto. Yeah, Jaguars. <laughs> Tigers. North Carolina Tigers. Uh, Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Okay, in the neighborhood. Texas. That's the Cowboys. That's the Cowboys. Texas has got that. Yeah. <laughs> nope, Colts. <laughs> Atlanta. Florida. Florida Dolphins. Florida Dolphins? Oh, Texan Texans? Texan Texans. Uh, Houston oh, Texans. Eagles. Eagles. Um, um, Seahawks. Who's that? Bulls? Who? Patriots? That's the Patriots logo? Texans. Oh, don't. I they, they, That it actually does not exist. No, it does. It's the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. So that that's kind of like the, the crux of it all. Uh, the funniest one is they, they said Red Stallions for the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. And if you pay attention to social media today, the Atlanta Falcons actually changed their Twitter handle to Red Stallions. You just noticed this? And that's so fun. So good. That's what's fun about this type of fandom. Because this even appeals to me. Like, I'm not the hugest football fan, but we all like the school spirit and the camaraderie of right. being a Packers fan or being a fan of whoever you grew up loving. This is what's fun about it. And the Titans just nailed it. They had fun with it, and it was a simple question, and people played along, and they made a fun video out of it. At the risk of being uh, late on the clock here, here's the Packers one. They, they went for this sort of cheesy infomercial kind of approach. They used the filters. Yeah. They used filters. And... Yeah, straight out of 1991. Right. So that, that just understand. It was a that's, choice. That's the treatment, and this is how it sounded. Have you been impatiently waiting to find out when and where your favorite football team will be playing this season? Tired of not being able to plan out your Sunday Monday nights and Thursday nights? Well, wait no more. Introducing the 2023 Green Bay Packers schedule. Relax in the comfort of knowing you'll never miss a game. Let's take a look at what this one-of-a-kind schedule has to offer. Chicago Bears, missing this would be unbearable. Atlanta Falcons, soar to great heights for this gripping game. New Orleans Saints, got a little Cajun in the soul of Wisconsin. Detroit Lions, come roaring into this NFC North matchup. Las Vegas Raiders, try your luck to turn Sin City into Win City. Collect all 17 games and we'll throw in a bye week. But wait, there's more. Denver Broncos, giddy up. Let's ride into Denver for this one. Minnesota Vikings pillage the fridge before this invigorating event. Los Angeles Rams. Lights, camera, action. Pittsburgh Uh. Steelers visiting Yins, trying for wins. I don't think Dom can take much more. This electrifying match will jolt you out of your seat. And that's not all. Kansas City Chiefs bring the heat for this matchup with the defending champs, New York Giants, packing all five boroughs into one giant game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are you ready for this? Carolina Panthers.
This fierce matchup is the cat's meow. What are you waiting for? Visit Packers.com slash schedule now to see your 2023 Packers schedule. You're going to love it. Yeah, it plays like a commercial, but that's kind of what they were going for. Not bad. It makes it's me cheesy. They they nailed the cheesy. They did and cheese heads, cheddar. You got it. There Good we job. go. Thank you. There. I loved it. You, you slammed it home. <laughs> but well done by the Tennessee Teammates. Titans. But uh, have some fun on social media. It's just a, a glimpse of what you find if you go to the team pages, including the Atlanta Red Stallions, also known as the Falcons. It's five twenty-eight. Wisconsin's afternoon news on WTMJ. I went everybody's head about the bed. Oh, we can't remind you enough here on Wisconsin's <laughs> Afternoon News. 30 million birds are coming to Wisconsin this weekend for some reason. I, I don't know why Wisconsin. What's wrong with Michigan? Oh, they're, they're coming, coming from, from the Midwest, South America. As as, yeah. like, just, but 30 million in Wisconsin. I don't get it. And Miz, all the robins are coming to your house trying to peck in, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> oh, they have been. They're still going nuts. I, what am I missing here? I've, I've been like in a in a hiding somewhere, in a closet somewhere. I well, What's you, up with these birds? You, you've, been, oh. you've been spending time with your hoity-toity friends at the Yacht Club, Niz, the last couple so. of days. <laughs> Hey, I've been working hard here uh, for the fine folks of southeastern Wisconsin putting together a weather forecast, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, yes, 30 million birds are descending upon sure. Wisconsin this weekend. It's this massive migration is, and I wanted okay. to know, you might, I'm curious, is there a possibility you would see any of these flocks of birds on the radar? Because <laughs> last night, Niz, if you okay. go to birdcast.info, it is an entire okay. website devoted to this migration of birds last night 1.9 million birds crossed milwaukee county overnight that's insane I, that's and what... and are do we know the type of bird species oh. like, like uh, oh it's a yes, hodgepodge we do. yeah greg loves the list it includes orioles warblers a common yellow throat uh there's a hummingbirds some strange sort of hummingbird uh wrens why are they Exactly. Yeah, I so I thought maybe this would be in your in your wheelhouse, but they're coming. I, I mean, because it's the it is the migration, and it's also thought that because a bird expert and University of Wisconsin Madison professor Stanley Temple said that most of the birds will make home that were in Missouri or Arkansas, so they're coming up through here as they. Yeah, it's like a hitchcock. Continue to go be. north, but yeah, but be careful. It's interesting okay. that they're flying uh, at night. And then also because of the supposed possible rain, sure. they might hang around here a little bit longer than expected. But this okay. is supposed to go on for the next couple of weeks. They can find some worms, I guess, when, yeah. when the rain happens and come out of the ground. I, I Answer to your first question, yes. I mean, if there is a large enough flock of birds and it's flying at, and they're flying at the perfect height, uh, the beam goes out on an angle. Like, you, you got the big ball that's out in Sullivan, the radar, and then it goes out on an angle. So as long as they're at the height level of where the beam goes out, then, yeah, you can pick up the birds on radar for sure. <laughs> um so we'll have to watch out for that. That'll it'll make things interesting tonight. Um, now, as far as a reason weather-wise to come here, I mean, I, this is the time of year to come, right? I mean, it would be a little more. I mean, I'd be a little bit more worried that something bad was about to happen if they were coming here in like the middle of December. Um, but but yeah, we got we got good climate here uh, starting this time of year. So maybe <laughs> well, that's their idea. Well, I see some rain on the radar, sort of moving into the yes. area. What are we What are we expecting tonight here and through the weekend? 
Yeah, you know, I'm looking at the same uh, blob of rain. It's pretty, uh, pretty heavy rain that's down towards Delavan Darien. Now, closing in on the Metro Milwaukee area might be a few sprinkles. If there's anybody who's doing some tailgating right now at American Family Field and leading up to the game this evening, I think besides sprinkles or a very, very light shower, I, I think you're okay. I will be keeping an eye on that heavier area of rain that's back towards Janesville, southwestern Walworth County. It is inching closer to us, but I it is kind of losing its punch, too, and radar, uh, computer model trends have it continuing to lose its punch. Now, with that said, chance of light showers through the night tonight, low temperature of 52 degrees. Saturday, mostly cloudy, with a slight chance of showers. I think most of Saturday's dry. 64 lakeside, 70 inland. Unfortunately, Mother's Day doesn't look as good. Chance of showers is a little bit greater on Mother's Day. 56 only for a high. Monday looks good. Trade Monday for mothers if you can. Be off on Monday too. Mostly sunny, 68. <laughs> Tuesday, slight chance of showers, 72 degrees. Pretty typical May forecast here, guys. And uh, Niz, I do have an update for you from the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. A kind birder from 414 says, uh, we're getting all these birds because we're on the Mississippi Flyway. This person just saw an Oriole today, and lots of these birds head towards Horican Marsh. Ah, so there you go. Okay, yeah, I've been to, I've been to Horican Marsh, and yes, there are a lot of birds there. <laughs> uh, that's for sure. Uh, but this just seems abnormally high. Uh, but I am not a bird expert, but I appreciate the insight. So that that's great to know. Keep it coming. He is a friend of the feather, though. He is Brian Dostansky, TMJ Ford <laughs> Chief Meteorologist. Have a great weekend, Niz. You too, guys. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Lots of little things that make me laugh, right? How about an elephant who taught herself how to peel bananas? That's a headline for you. (laughs) An elephant at the Berlin Zoo can use her trunk to peel bananas. That's right. It's an unusual behavior she only engages in when the conditions are, you guessed it, ripe. Real bananas don't peel themselves. People can do it. Orangutans can do it. But you try peeling a banana with a trunk. Which is why researchers went bananas over Pang Pa at the Berlin Zoo. Don't even try handing her an overripe brown banana. Within seconds, she tosses it away. And underripe bananas, she just swallows whole, which is how most elephants consume bananas. But when you give Pang Pa the perfect brown speckled banana, she uses a break and shake technique. Pangpaw breaks it, then picks up a piece and shakes it, detaching the fleshy inside from the skin. When the inside finally falls, she picks it up and eats it. When Pangpaw is eating with a group, she reverts to hoovering up bananas whole so other elephants don't beat her to them. Yet she tends to peel the very last one. I'm Chiquita Banana and I've come to say Pang Pa agrees with Chiquita When they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue Bananas taste the best and are the best for you Ginimos, CNN CCCC New York I've been trying to get that in the show for like six weeks (laughs) It was worth the wait Finally got to it today Pang Pa Pang Pa (laughs) That's good stuff I think Pang Pa must be friends with the monkeys (laughs) Must be. Must be. <laughs>